You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Three Waters then is now rebranded to the Affordable Water Reform. So instead of four, there will be 10 regionally owned publicly led water entities established. Uh, the boards will remain a 50-50 Mana Fenua and Council split, yet the government insists this is not co-governance to explain Minister for Local Governments in charge of the whole Farago Kieran McNulty is with us this morning Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, very good. What is actually different here apart from changing the name and having ten entities instead of four, please? Well, changing ten attaining it to ten entities is actually quite significant because what it means is that every mayor in the country can sit on the regional representative group and that addresses the main concern that I heard from local government, is that a loss of local voice. They all recognise that reform has to happen. I've done a tour of local government, I've visited all 55 rural and provincial councils, and they all said to me, we can't do this by themselves. But where that fell down was they were uncomfortable with four entities. Some think that it should be done a different way, but the majority recognise that uh, an entity will, one, take the debt off their books, and two... Uh, provide relief to ratepayers because it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper to pay for the works moving forward. All right. Uh, Those representative boards, who else sits on them apart from the mayors? They're going to be every mayor, and then whatever that number then adds up to is going to be matched by local Māori. It sits below the governance group. They have a pretty clear role, that is to select who sits on the board and to give the priorities for the regions to the board but they don't make the day-to-day operational decisions. Well, no, we wouldn't have expected that anyway, but let's just back that up. So if I've got six councils Mm -hmm. in in my entity region, I've got six mayors at the table and six Māori. That's right. However, there are... And that's not co-governance? No, it's not, because it's not a governance. How is that not co-governance? Well, look, I mean, we're not trying to split hairs here. We make no excuses uh, for this. We believe in this is the right thing to do for a number of reasons, but it's not a governance board. So we can call it a treaty partnership, we can call it whatever you like, but it's important that we don't make it out to be something that it's not. And I think that was a mistake from the start. We called it co-governance when it's actually not a governance body. But I actually think that most but, New Zealanders well, at the well, end of the day... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I must, I must no, come back to you on that. The role of these regional representative outfits is to set strategy and direction, is it not? Well, they set the priorities like, for the region, absolutely. But right, like, mean, like, the, the, like the board of a company. But they can't, be in, they can't instruct the CEO, they can't instruct the operational decisions, the day-to-day decisions, no. absolutely not. But... But they're setting the direction, they're saying this is in, that is out. The ongoing actual operational management of the uh, local entity itself, obviously that's devolved to an executive, but the direction is set by these regional representative boards. Uh, That is done by the board, which sits above this group, and it's done quite deliberately like this. I get that it's confusing, I get it's actually quite convoluted, but there's a very important reason for that is that if councils maintain direct control, the credit agencies wouldn't let these entities borrow at the extent that they need to. Because that that is the guts of what we're trying to do here, is we need to make this affordable, and we can't do that if councils maintain direct control. The credit rating agencies have told us that. And so that's why, in an ideal world, you wouldn't have something so confusing. 
but we have to have a clear separation between the entities and the councils. Otherwise, we're just going to be back to square one. And that is the issue that councils have with, say, the National Party policy, because it doesn't have what's called balance sheet separation. They won't be able to get the money that they need at a rate that they can afford. It's a fact. All right. This is why we've done it like we've done it. Okay, now you've been touting this idea of savings anywhere between about two and a half grand, five and a half grand per household, depending on the different area and what's required. Do you think people are so stupid they don't know that's going to come from their taxes if it doesn't come from their rates? Well, we haven't shied away from the, the indisputable fact that ratepayers are going to pay either way. But at the moment, they are set to face a $185 billion bill at borrowing rates that they can't afford. What we're doing is making it that the the rate of borrowing is done at such a scale and at a rate that people actually can afford. So, for example, my family from Ikehuna in the Paradua district, they have 12,000 people and they need to find $600 million. They cannot do that by themselves. If they joined into an entity, the rate at which the water services will be provided is going to be 84% cheaper for those ratepayers. Now, as Minister, when I'm presented by those figures, I'm not going to ignore them. I've got to do something about it. That's uh, the manager, the uh, minister, I should say, for local government, Kieran McAnulty, on the new affordable water reforms. Uh, which, you know, they do say there, I have to point out, they do say, oh, we're going to save ratepayers $5,400 in some cases and 2500 you know, all these numbers are being touted about. Whoop-de-doo, we're going to save you that money. But the admission there is quite clear. Uh, it won't be on your rates, be on your tax instead. So that to tout that as a saving is just a big fat lie. It's Sorry. weird, isn't it, that they seem to be having trouble marketing this this this, Sorry, re- am I going this a bit rebranding, far here? given how many consultants they're hiring, <laughs> and, and, and also affordable water reforms. So, the, yeah. so that's what kind of an acronym is that? It, it, it's R, isn't it? A W R. A W R. I mean, they, it would have been so much easier to you know imagine if they'd call them far less terrible reforms, <laughs> and then so F L T R that'd be filter. Filter. That'd be a good one. They really what, ought to consult with you on exactly, this kind of or, stuff. Or better still, what about doing reforms incredibly promptly? Yeah. D-R-I-P. Very good. With the uh, obvious water um, analogy in this. So good. So good. Thanks again. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.